0: Hey, welcome to the Cara Podcast. My name is Lori and I'm your host for the show. Here we're focused on inspiring and encouraging women in business. Kara Podcast is a community driven by women who are creative, authentic, remarkable, and accomplished. To find out more about our podcast, visit carapodcast.com. Once again, that is carapodcast.com. Let's get into today's conversation. Today's topic goes into work life balance. Unfortunately, with today's demanding workforce in a society that's always on the go, feeling overworked and experiencing a burnout is often common. Today, I have my co host, Janet York, and we're going to dive into this subject together. Hey, Janet, welcome. Hey, Lori, how's it going? It's going good. It's
1: Friday. Yes. Do we all love Fridays? The answer for me is always yes, right? It's at the end of the week. I have the weekend to look forward to. I'm so excited.
0: Yes. So Janet has an amazing background. She came from the interior design world where she spent over, I want to say 16 years. No, no, no. Interior
1: design. I was actually worked at a firm for a year and then I got out of the interior design industry and went straight into sales. And I was in sales for 15 years outside sales. So
0: that's kind of where I was going like about 15, 16 years in sales, setting you up that you were in kind of the hard goods of the interior design world. Yeah,
1: I used to sell to the A&D community. For those out there who have no idea what I'm talking about, means the architects and interior designers. Um, I would just sell tile and stone and glass and all that good stuff and get the designers and architects to use it on their projects. And I was really good at it and I loved it too. You loved it. So, I did.
0: How did you during that time, because, you know, obviously you started in that field prior to raising a family, right? I did, yes. So then... It was a lot easier, right? To have a little bit of work-life balance. You
1: know what? Back then, it was so much easier because I really didn't feel this pressure of having to get home as soon as possible and trying to get all of my stuff done, meet all of my quotas. And, uh, you know, there really was never a time limit. And then when kids came to the picture, everything changed. Uh, my, My ideas of what I wanted as, you know, a worker... Um, being a worker kind of went to the side. I, I wanted to be the best mom I could. So it was kind of like this struggle of feeling bad actually going to work every day, especially when my kids were young. So I went back to work after my first child was only six months. That was really difficult, but it made me feel better because my mom graciously took care of both kids while I worked.
0: So during that time, how did you kind of prioritize just, you know, for all those mamas that are listening out there that may have young children, how did you, how did you prioritize and, and, and balance that? Because you had a pretty good commute at the time as well. Oh man, I had a
1: crazy commute. My commute was an hour at least for the first job. And then the second job, it was about hour and a half, um, Let's see. So you know what I actually did, which is unheard of in the sales world? I know people out there are going to think this is crazy. But when I got home, my cell phone went in another room so that I could have. And this is also, too, when my kids were there, I made sure that I gave them my attention so I didn't have focus on other things like my work. I know it's sometimes really difficult to kind of turn yourself off, but that's exactly what I had to do because being a mom was a priority in my life.
0: All right. So Janet, um, so prioritizing your kids your kids are definitely, you know, that is your number one priority, but you are really good about making sure that your health remains also a top priority. And how do you do that?
1: You know what? Okay. So here is the truth. When my kids were younger I used to go to the gym at the end of the day. This is after I worked from eight to five, maybe even later, I would go to the gym and I would come home and I'd be exhausted. And then that little precious moment of time that I have with my, my kids and my husband, just, I couldn't do it. I just wanted to go to bed. So now what I do is I actually get up really early at five-ish a.m. and I work out before they even get up. So I when I come home again, I'm ready to be with my husband, be with my kids and do what needs to be done just to make the morning go as smoothly as possible. Plus then in the evening I can talk to my kids, I can spend time with them and it's all about like setting your priorities straight. that's yeah, that's exactly why I changed it and I've been working out in the morning forever for a long time. That's what I'm a morning person though so when I wake up I actually wake up before my alarm goes off. I know that's crazy out there but that is the truth.
0: So, all right, so you're really intentional. You have nailed your morning.
1: I really have. I mean, like, it is a, you know, now let's be real, okay? There are some mornings that kind of go crazy. For instance, this morning, I had my son wanting me to help with his crossword puzzle. My daughter was wanting me to help her blow dry her hair, and I wanted to do it all, but I I couldn't help her blow dry her hair, plus do his crossword puzzle, so I had to tell them, hey, let me do one thing at a time. And then in the interim, I didn't even get to take a shower and I had just got home from the gym, but it's okay. It's okay. You know, I said to myself, it's all right. I'll get it done. But first things first, my kids are here for a very, very short period of time and I need to love them while they're here.
0: So, all right. When you were working in the industry that you just recently left, yes, you were getting to work at eight o'clock in the morning, yes. leaving at five plus from what I'm understanding, you had about two, two and a half hours every day in the car.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I did. More than that, probably, because I would drive from appointment to appointment seeing different architects and design firms.
0: So, and then you have your kids. Yes. Working out. Yes. Janet, do you ever sleep?
1: I, you know what? Absolutely. Here's the thing. Uh, When my kids go to bed, this is crazy. They go to bed no later than seven thirty, and my daughter just turned eleven, and she still wants to go to bed at seven thirty. Thank you, Jesus, for that. But I will spend my husband and I will have quality time where the TV is off, and we just speak and we just talk. We actually ask the question, "How's your heart?" And I go to bed at nine. Does that make me a grandma? Maybe, but I've got to have eight hours of sleep, or I'm just a zombie. I'm not the be- I'm not the best that I can be if I don't get sleep, healthy food. And I really also need a good workout.
0: All right, so you you got it. And so there's many of us out there striving. I know in my early twenties, in my early thirties, man, I burned that candle at every end. And here's the thing that we don't realize: in that time frame, we think we can do it, right? Our bodies are just—they're just—they're cooperating. We're okay operating with little to no sleep. And then as you get later into your thirties, you start to realize or into your early forties, or maybe if you're in your fifties or your sixties, there's something that happens. Sometimes that neglect of sleep begins to creep up.
1: I, you know, I, I can honestly say the one time when I didn't have sleep is right when my, my daughter and my son were born, everybody out there with the newborn babies, I, I love you and I'm there with you and I've been there and I know the lack of sleep, but you know, that what you're doing is so important back to what I was saying. I remember those days. And I remember the fact of like, I maybe had two or three hours of sleep and I was, I was miserable. However, now that I have older kids, my sleep is a priority. And my husband knows that too. And I have to go to bed at like nine, nine thirty, 30. And I have a date tomorrow night, a double date. I'm like, Ooh, I hope they understand that I'm not going to be out like past 10 PM, but if anybody really knows me, well, they know
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> so why? Is, so sleep's important. It you know it really here, here's is. the thing: when we don't get enough sleep, it causes a whole host of problems. It causes health problems. It causes heart disease, high blood pressure. Yes. Perhaps diabetes. It makes you irritable. Can make you depressed. It can.
1: You know, honestly, like there have been moments. Again, I went to Europe, and I. <laughs> ooh. Jet lag just messed up my sleep. And you could, if my husband were here, he would speak and say, she needs sleep. If she doesn't get sleep, she is a different, and it's true. I'm a total different person. I'm cranky and I just, I don't want to talk to people. And I'm the type of person I'll talk to a tree. If it will talk back, heck, if it won't talk back, I'll talk to it. Um, so sleep is super, super important in my life, but not as important as Jesus first, then it would be my husband, my kids, and sleeping and working out for sure.
0: So I take it from listening to you, you are great about the blue lights. You probably don't go to sleep with blue lights, meaning you don't have your TV on, you don't have your cell phone in bed with you. No, I didn't even know what that meant. I mean, my cell phone's next to my bed, but like... Are you scrolling on Insta? No,
1: no, gosh, no. You know, honestly... I know I'm on Instagram and I know I'm on social media, but it's, I know I, and sometimes I lose my phone. I don't even know where it is and I don't really care. I do use it for the alarm, but I'm not like, it's not fixed to me. I, yeah, I, and I, I don't know how else to put it. No, it's not a big deal to me at
0: all. So Janet, you, you're a rare. I am rare. I know. You I, are rare. Like I, I want to know like how to bottle your energy, <laughs> your priorities, how to, really live life at its best. And here's the thing that I want our listeners to really hear. You know, this is a community where we have female aspiring entrepreneurs to, you know, the Jane does it all and she's the corporate glue of her organization or maybe you're the CEO of your company and, you know, the demands are big. You know, starting a business, you got to work your booty off and you have Mm -hmm. to do hustle even though we try to say, There are priorities, but you're going to have to get gritty. You're going to have to work hard in order to really make it come alive. And so the thing that I think we would want our listeners to take away from this conversation is you must be your own advocate.
1: That is so, so true. You need to know yourself. You need to know your limits and then set some boundaries for those limits.
0: Yes, and boundaries. And that's the thing when, you know, I, you know, last week we talked about finding your purpose and your big why. And there's a very strategic reason why we do that. And in the coming weeks, we're gonna talk about how to build a blueprint, a strategic blueprint for your life. And, you know, we can work really hard, we can hustle, we know we have the demands, but we also all have the same amount of time each and every day. We are all granted, if we're lucky enough, 24 hours. And so it's how we choose to spend those 24 hours. So. If I choose to flip through Instagram for an extra 45 minutes at bedtime, I may wake up in the morning not being my best version of who I intend it to be. And I may not even get to some of the things that I actually prioritized for my day. But if I choose to set that phone down, or in Janet's case, lose it in the house somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> then I can wake up, unless you're dependent on the alarm clock of that iPhone Which or I Android. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You may still miss your day, <laughs> but when we when we we decide, you know what, I'm not going to scroll Instagram after a certain period of time at night and I'm going to be intentional of writing out my goals that I'm going to accomplish tomorrow and the priorities that are important to me and me alone and that piece is huge. We allow the world to put priorities on us. The world asks us to do things that we have no business actually even being involved in. It's getting really powerful with saying no to really good things that can sometimes be, you know, for us out there who really love to say yes to everything.
1: That's not me. Um, That's not me.
0: (laughs) So some of us love to say yes because, you know, we come from a a position where I really want to help you but yes. learning how to say no and only saying yes to the best.
1: That's a good thing. You know, again, a lot of people, they ask me, they're kind of like, how, how do you say no to certain things if you, how do you not feel guilty? And for me, I, again, it comes back to, if, if it's going to make me stressed out beyond belief and I feel pulled in so many different directions and I can't be who God intended me to be at my best, then guess what? I'm going to say no to certain things. I'm not going to run myself crazy doing all these things to make someone else feel better. Because ultimately, um, if you don't have the time and you don't have the energy, you can't be the best to do those things that you have been asked to do.
0: Correct. And so, you know, here's here's what I want to reframe um, as we kind of wrap up here today with our time is... You know, we're not advocating that you go out and you're, you train for a marathon. We're advocating for you to choose how to, be, how to build your best possible life and how to take care of yourself in the best possible way. Sometimes just doing a good yoga where it's a little less intense is actually more beneficial than doing high intensity workouts. I agree with that one totally. It could be, Janet, um, I loved your story from yesterday. Oh, and geez. <laughs> oh geez. And here, here's here's the thing. I, I love what these guys did in you know when you were out walking your dog. That's and I true. think they were tapping into, you know what? It is a beautiful day in Dallas, Texas. I got out of the office, I'm on my lunch break. And I'm going to go find community with my best friend, which is actually a furry friend. And what did you witness?
1: Um, oh, gosh. I hope they'll never listen to this. So there were these two men, and, and they were fully clothed in dress, dress clothes, like work attire. And the next thing you know, one of them takes off their shirt, and the other one takes off their shirt. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's okay, right? Well, then they take off their pants, and they start running around this big open field with their awesome dogs. And I just thought to myself, well, that's interesting. But they were having a great time with their day and they were with their friends and they had music playing. So they were taking advantage of that small amount of time, I guess, that they had for lunch between work Just living life the way they wanted to and not caring about what anybody else thought. That was inspiring for me to see that yesterday. It was weird, but inspiring. So, yes, we're not advocating for you to
0: take off your clothes. No. they
1: They had, like, workout shorts on people. They weren't naked. They weren't wearing, well, I think. I think they were workout
0: shorts. I hope they so were. So it doesn't really shorts. matter what they it were doesn't wearing. Matter. They were clothes. It doesn't matter, exactly. And they were having fun. They were. And living life at their best. And yeah. so that might mean that you throw a t-shirt, a pair of shorts, and some shoes in your car. Yeah. Or if you take the bus or the train or wherever you're listening from, and you just get outside and you go for a walk during your break for lunch. Yeah,
1: like take advantage of that. You know, I guess lunch you can eat. And let's be honest, t- eating doesn't take that long, so... Do something, go outside, especially if it's beautiful, take advantage of that. Or just walk to lunch. Yeah, that's even better. Walk to lunch, walk back from lunch, just get outside. There's so much... There's just, it's almost like it's therapeutic to be outside. Let's be honest. Instead of being cooped up in the office all day long, because I remember when I used to work, I, I was fortunate in the fact of I was in my car, but then I was outside of my car a lot. So I actually sometimes would just sit outside of the office building and just pray before I went into the office building so I could be set in the mind of what I needed to do. But I had to have that time outside. I did. I do remember that now was great back
0: and, then and, and and think about that you were having that opportunity to reframe that appointment that you were going into true when you take the time even midday and take a walk or, or reset or do some meditation or Whatever just doing some deep breathing deep breathing can t- totally change the chemistry of our body right yes it totally can that makes you show up differently in the boardroom that afternoon it makes you show up differently when you get home at night And when you interact with your family. So, so many times we just try to grind through the day without actually taking a break where a break actually helps us become more powerful in every area of our life. Yeah. And you know,
1: something else, again, since I was an outside sales rep and I would drive from all different locations of the Metroplex, I had a great amount of time in my car. So instead of like, Listening to the radio or music, I actually would do one of two things. I would spend a good amount of time listening to podcasts like this um, that could speak truth and life into me. I would listen to Andy Stanley. I would listen to Matthew Chandler. they are awesome, great pastors that just spoke truth and life into me. Or I would have no music on, and I would just spend it talking to Jesus for however long it took me to get to the next place.
0: Really really charging that work-life balance and no one can do it perfectly because there's no such thing as perfect balance, right? That's what I was going to say too. Like
1: for everybody that's working out there... It's not easy and there's no such thing as perfect. So if you have, you know, one day where it is just like, let's be honest, as moms, we put so much pressure on us. As wives, we put so much pressure on us. If you have a bad day, extend grace to yourself, right? And then start the next day, start the next day fresh and, and just try to be the best that you can be. That's all I can say. You know, that's what I try to do. Like I mess up all the time, but then I come back to, I was put here on this earth for a reason and I
0: need to take advantage of that. So. We want to hear your stories. We want to hear them. Share them. Get into one of our groups. Head over to carapodcast.com. Take a short trivia question and find one of our groups that you could fit into. Ask questions. We're here to build community. We're here to challenge one another. We're here to build one another up. We're here for your voice to be heard. And if you have any questions about how to go about it, We are here, so don't hesitate to reach out. Head over to thecarapodcast.com and take a short trivia, find your tribe, and you can find us weekly wherever you listen to your favorite podcast and as a huge favor to our community. We're going to be giving you so many tools. We're going to give you insights. We're going to let you hear from some of the leaders. We're going to hear from some aspiring entrepreneurs. We're going to equip you and resource you. So share some love, share some love and give us some feedback on our podcast. And we look forward to building a community that gives over the next months, years to come. So have a great day and we'll catch you on the next Kara podcast. Cheers.